Hurry in for great deals during Ram Power Days. Ram, built to serve. Now get 10% below MSRP for an average of 6,183 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 6,183 average based on 10% below average MSRP from all 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 10-31-23. Ram is a registered trademark. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. John 16, Let's be real. Life is full of challenges. There's no escaping. As believers, we were never promised a perfect life. But as Jesus said to his disciples, take heart. In other words, be encouraged. He has overcome the world. Courage is having strength in the face of difficulty. Take Heart with Patty P is a radio podcast designed to encourage your faith in the midst of life's storms and to inspire men, women, moms and dads, single parents, business owners, and dreamers to pursue and fulfill God's unique plan and purpose for your life. Take Heart with Patty P offers faith-based encouragement along the journey for you to become all that God has made for you to be, even in the midst of difficulty, loss, or challenge. God uses everything in our lives. He really is for you. He is with you even when you don't see it or can't feel it. He has overcome the challenges in this world, and he enables us to do the same. So let's get started on today's show. Welcome to Take Heart with Patty P. Hello, and welcome to Take Heart with Patty P. My name is Patty Pakoulis, and I am the host of this radio podcast. And today I'm extra, extra excited, like seriously, extra excited. Um, so I've been sharing in the past that I was going to start having guests come on this show. And I'm really kind of kicking off something, I guess I'd call it like an overcoming series. And you know, when you think about the show and the title and take heart with Patty P, you know, Jesus saying to us, you know, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I've overcome the world. I kind of decided, you know, I really want to bring in people who have really experienced that, who have had struggles or difficulties or challenges in life. And really, God has given them what they need to overcome. And so today, I have someone near and dear to my heart, my beautiful, beautiful daughter, Julia. I call her my Juju Bear. She is my middle child. And um, I am just so thrilled to have her today. She can be sharing a lot. And I will say this, I, you know, she's going to be talking about overcoming disbelief. And, you know, she was raised in a Christian home. Um, and, of course, we, we tried to do our best here. And she, um, every parent, every Christian parent really hopes and prays that, you know, we do our best. We raise our kids in the faith. We try to model for them a true example of the Christian faith. But at the end of the day, the truth is, whether your kids embrace it or not, is really their choice. They ultimately have a choice as to whether they are going to walk out this faith, whether they're going to, you know, um, embrace it or not. And my daughter, we're going to share a story she's going to be sharing today really about kind of overcoming 
disbelief in her life and and really where her journey's been. And so I'm just so thrilled to have her here today. I've got the biggest smile on my face and I'll probably cry just so you know. I'm giving you a warning right now. But um, anyway, so welcome. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited excited to be here. Good. And of course, by the way, she does do the intro in this show. So you hear her beautiful voice every week. That's my little juju bear. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to just start and really kind of open it up a little bit and just kind of ask you um, to share a little bit about your journey from, you know, really disbelief to believing in God and having a genuine faith that works in your life. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Um, So yeah, kind of just to start, I grew up in a Christian household. I had wonderful exemplary parents who just completely modeled what it looks like to live a faith-based life, belief in God, walk that out. I was involved in youth group and church camp and all of the things that you're involved in as a young child growing up uh, with God-fearing parents and, you know, in the church. Uh, But I personally myself had a very hard time solidifying that belief on a personal level. Um, It was very hard for me to understand and conceptualize the reality of God. Um, And I just struggled with really having that belief set inside of myself for a long time. Um, To be completely honest, I also did not love the idea of moral limitations being put upon (laughs) myself uh, from a young age. I wanted to experience things and try things out, and I didn't want restrictions on that. And, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, as I got older, uh, that became more real. When I was 11, my father passed away. And uh, from that point on, I just very deeply repressed any and all emotion that was associated with that loss. Um, I went to school the very next day, pretended like it didn't happen, and just continued on about my life, but started really getting myself into a lot of void-filling and escapism-like behaviors. Um, When I got a little older, uh, I got very involved in party culture and drug culture, and this just continued on throughout adolescence, throughout my early adulthood experiences. I got involved in music festivals and rave communities, and these are places just where anything goes. They are full of substances all the time, and uh, I struggled with my mental health, struggled with depression and anxiety, very intense hypochondria that stemmed from witnessing my father, who was a very healthy individual, um, get an illness and then get taken home to the Lord earlier than we all anticipated. And as time continued, my habits and my choices, they just got worse and worse. Um, My lifestyle was very unhealthy. It was substance laden and just generally filled with whatever I could use to fill that void, whether it be parties or substances or boys, social life, festivals. And that continued on for a while. Um, In 2020, when COVID hit, I was at my lowest point that I've ever experienced in life. I further isolated and just got further and further away from normal functioning and a healthy lifestyle. I was living with a former boyfriend who was also heavily involved in this lifestyle, and I got taken to a place of true and just utter hopelessness. 
Um, I didn't know how to escape from this lifestyle. I couldn't work, couldn't get out of the house. I didn't know how to function. My social life was falling apart. I just didn't have any direction. I had no purpose, and I had no clue what to do uh, to fix any of it. To make a very long story short, in 2021, I moved back home with my mom, and I decided I was going to try to go back to church again. Uh, It was during this period of time that I started hearing just extremely moving testimonies. They resonated with me deeply. Um, I started reading the Bible again, started really becoming fascinated with apologetics and different works relating to faith. Um, And one afternoon in May, I was reading in my backyard and I had a complete spiritual revelation awakening moment where everything just clicked inside of me. And that was the time that uh, I, for the first time in my adult life, gave my life to the Lord. And I have never looked back since and never felt the same since. (laughs) (laughs) So for the record, you know, with Julia, she was always the one that I just would pray, you know, God, I just pray that you would be real because she just she wasn't going to just believe it to believe it. It wasn't going to be handed down to her whatsoever. She literally needed for God to make himself real to her. And I know that there are things along her journey where there were moments, um, you know, specific events or things that occurred along the journey. Would you be willing to share some of those moments where you began to see something greater and you began to understand, wow, there's a much bigger picture going on here. And, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, there are a lot of moments that I could think about or talk about, especially when I look back to that period of time in my life. But there are a couple that definitely stand out to me as being very significant, especially in hindsight. Um, in 2018, I'm sure you have all heard about those horrible vape explosions that happened to the unlucky few. Um, that happened to me. And I was sitting inside uh, my kitchen at the time, and my vape just completely exploded right in my face. Uh, the battery shot out. It hit me in the teeth. And for over a year and a half, I had to have oral surgeries uh, in order to repair that damage. Looking back at this moment, I think about the battery, and if it had been even a centimeter higher or lower, I would have had permanent irreparable damage and potentially could have even faced death. Um, It could have crushed my nose, gotten brain fragments in my brain. I would have been physically scarred. It could have gone down the back of my throat or through my throat, both of which would have just been horrible, if not deadly. This accident caused another very low point in my life and it was very difficult to deal with the anxiety that caused that was caused by it um but looking back this moment in itself was just another god moment um after i got through it the accident was covered financially which was just a a work of the grace of god in and of itself um And the settlement that I ended up receiving from that accident is actually what I'm using now uh, to receive my degree in clinical mental health counseling with an emphasis in Christian studies. So God used that very dark moment to allow me to eventually overcome that adversity and then utilize that moment and the things that followed to further my education and get to help other people, you know, through counseling and just learning about him and speaking his name. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a really, really intense moment, but definitely ended up being a God moment uh, in retrospect. 
there's another moment that definitely comes to mind um, during the really dark phases of my life where I was involved with the wrong people and the wrong things and using things to numb pain. Um, I was involved with an individual who I would go and get certain substances from. And uh, I would go to a very sketchy part of town to obtain these things. And a couple of weeks leading up to a certain event, I had to make a choice. I was in a really low point of my life and knew that this wasn't sustainable and that I couldn't keep these habits up. And so I decided no longer am I going to you know, live in this environment. I'm not going to make these decisions anymore and I'm going to move home. Two weeks almost to the day after that decision was made, this individual ended up losing their life. They got shot and they got killed. Um, And it's very, very dark. And I would never attribute anything like that to God. But what I will say is that I was given a choice two weeks before this moment. And I was given a very big warning call from the Lord to wake up and to no longer participate in this lifestyle. And had I not done that, I can't even imagine the destruction and the further danger that I would have put myself in had that choice not been mine. It felt like that choice to get out of that place was given to me. And it was definitely a big gift because had it not been, um, it would have been forced upon me. And and that would have been even more difficult and potentially even more detrimental to my life. So those are just, yeah, two very big moments that definitely speak to me now and especially looking back on this journey. And I'll tell you, as a parent, you um, here's where I get a little emotional. Um, you have to battle for your kids. You have to pray for them because, you know, the enemy wants to take them out. He just does. And and I've always known, I've known that there's a purpose and a calling. I've known that, you know, God crafts everyone for a purpose and a calling and wants to use our lives. And the enemy wants to destroy our lives. And it, it was so hard to sit back and trust God that he would move because people do get to make their choices. But what happens is these circumstances begin to show us what's really happening. And I think that that's really what began to occur. You know, one, by the grace of God, you were protected. Your face was protected. I think you walked away with just dental, you know, damage that was a lengthy process and difficult. But God protected you not only once, but continued to protect you. And all of a sudden, you started seeing that. Yes. You started realizing that. And so I guess a little word to parents out there, you, you just got to keep praying and fighting for your kids and asking for God's protection because it is real and he does provide that. Now, was there a moment where I guess what I would wonder is is when did everything just click? Like, when did God make himself real to you? Like, where you just knew? Absolutely, yeah. So um, at the tail end of, you know, this very tough time in my life, I had decided to move back home with my mom, you know, go back to church, all of those things. I started getting interesting in works that kind of spoke about Christianity, and I was really interested in learning more about it. Uh, I was outside in my backyard, and I was reading a book called The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. I am sure many of you have heard of it or him. Amazing, amazing writer. So intelligent. Um, And this book is all about the perspective of a high-ranking demon who is in the devil's army, and he is giving advice to his nephew, who is a low-ranking demon, on the best ways to procure a human soul. 
And I read the first couple of chapters and it felt like my life was just being written out right in front of me. It speaks about distraction through materialism and never allowing, you know, your target to think about things that matter like God or spirituality, keeping them present in the moment, keeping them focused on these tangible items that they think are going to fix their problems. But in reality, it won't. And it was like a light bulb went off in my head. It felt so surreal. And it was just this all in a single moment kind of realization, a complete spiritual mind opening um, definitely reminds me of that verse where, you know, the the blinders just fall off of your eyes and you can see for the first time in your life. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely um, how it felt. It was the first moment that I truly heard the Lord speaking to me. He was trying to do so, I'm sure, for a very long time. I don't think I was listening very well. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was it was a, an intense, amazing moment. Um, it just it showed me that I'd been trying to fill a void in my heart for a long time, uh, that nothing was able to fill. And then Jesus filled it up in what felt like a moment. And I know this is a little bit of a corny or cheesy metaphor, but it really felt like I was a car that was just running on water and dirt for forever. And and I finally had the gasoline that my body was made to run on and the fuel and just a live spirit that I had needed the entire time. It was it was really incredible. That's amazing. And I will I will tell you, you know, um, I watched I, I was able to watch that process. It was such a gift. Gosh, I did not expect this. It's so uh, very emotional for me today. But I watched this little one <laughs> devour book after book after book. It was like that light went on, and she became a, a consumer of the word and any kind of apologetics books. And, I mean, I was learning things, and we were having, what, hour-long conversations every morning, if not longer, all about the faith, all about the Lord. It was truly an overnight amazing radical revelation of God in your life and you know it's like (laughs) I think about when God can answer prayer it's not just like okay maybe and I'm gonna sprinkle it was like boom hit like a truck it hit like a truck I think (laughs) you were the one that did need to get hit by a truck a little bit I think I did too (laughs) I mean there's this cute story about Julia where my uh, sister, bless her heart, said to Julia, don't touch that car. And what did Juju do? She takes her little finger and she stares right at my <laughs> sister. And she she literally does the touchy touch watching her like, oh, yeah, in the what you going to do? <laughs> you know, so um, and I have a nickname for Juju. I do many nicknames, but um, I call her my little more because she did. She needed a little more of this and a little more of that. And God knows that. God knows her personality and knew the journey. And I'm just so emotional today because it's the one thing that you pray that your kids get it, that they understand that there is is a moment where it all makes sense. And all these crazy things we do as parents, and we try and keep you along the path, you know, it all comes together. And that's what it's done for you. And it just, I'm so proud of you. Mm -hmm. And to know, like, you know, now God wants to Really, she's you know being educated not only to be a mental health, mental health counselor, but um, to have that Christian perspective is just amazing and beautiful. And 
I'm just so thankful and so proud of you. And thank you. Yeah. I um I guess my question then as we kind of get toward the end would be, you know, especially kids your age and in your generation where like all of the distractions are like multiplied to the 10th degree. Yeah. Um what how, what would you say to others who might be struggling with disbelief like can God is he real? Like, can he really give you peace in your life and fulfillment? And like, what would you say to them? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I would I would just say that the Lord is so, so real. It, it feels insane at times. Um, he is the he is goodness given form, love given form. He can transform any moment of darkness and any evil or any negative experience you go through for good. And it can be very difficult to believe. I struggled with disbelief and needing that concrete evidence for so, so long. And everybody's story is going to look different, but just peeking into it, just giving it a chance, allowing yourself to to try and seek out those answers, he will respond to you. He will answer you. And, and it is going to look different for everybody. But, you know, it took a little bit of interest on my part in order to start opening those doors. And it was hands down the best decision that I've ever made in my life. Um, he is the solution to any problem, whether it be depression, loss, suicidal thoughts, death, anxiety, addiction, trauma, Whatever it is, the Lord is big enough to handle it. He is way bigger than anybody even knows or thinks. And, uh, yeah, he can help fill whatever void is is in your heart. Um, I have definitely been in those places where I just can't, can't comprehend, but it, it can change for you. Uh, I was definitely convinced that it was never going to happen for me, and I always wondered when that moment was going to be. And like a light bulb, it, it just went off. Um, so I would say that, uh, that yeah, he loves you. He has a wonderful plan for your life, and you just got to allow him to do it. And where have we heard that? Dad. <laughs> he used to say that every night before going to bed, which is, yeah, awesome. Really awesome. Mm-hmm. So what's your life like now? We just have a few minutes, but just share a little bit about what things are like now. Uh, yeah, life life is beautiful. I mean, it's... It's definitely a, a renewed energy that I've that I've never felt before. Um, you have a sense of peace. They talk about it in church. Talk about it in the Bible. It is something you can't explain. It's something that's not understandable, but it, it is there. I've never experienced peace like this before in my entire life, and it is better than any party or any high that you could ever chase, any drug or any relationship. It will provide you just with serenity that is so, so necessary for the heart and for the mind. Um, it's It's been amazing back in school and just every single day is a new adventure and a new blessing. And there was really a time where I didn't know how my life was going to turn out at all. It seemed like there was nothing but darkness surrounding me. And to finally be out of that and to have so much light in my life, um, yeah, it's a blessing and I'm beyond grateful. So one thing I always think about with with my Juju is um, when she was two years old, she had a little throat accident. She she had a cut that almost went right into her juggler. I mean, death, near-death experience then. I think about the vape. I think about where she was at. And I I do realize and believe that, you know, um, she has a voice. 
and she is not afraid to share. And I'm so proud of her today for just sharing her journey. It takes a lot to disclose and, and, and be vulnerable, but it also takes a lot to, to speak up, especially in a, in a crazy generation where, you know, we, everything, um, there's so many skeptics out there and it's, it's hard to believe that there is something genuine and real, especially when you, you look at life and the way, you know, things are crafted. But what I do believe in and what I kind of speak over you right now is that God gave you a voice to use and a mind, a brilliant mind. She's like her daddy. You know, she loves learning, loves school, loves education and thrives on that. And I, I just am so proud and excited to see what God's going to do in your life. I know that there are you know, so many things ahead that things you can't even imagine um, that God has in store for you. So I am just, I couldn't be more proud. And I always say, you know, one more nickname I call her is my little rosebud. There were a lot of thorns along the stem, but I knew, I knew, I knew, Lord, there's going to be a day where this little one is going to bloom. And that is what's happening is the fullness of God is enabling you to bloom. You know, you have those little demons who were trying to just destroy you. And all of a sudden, you know, God has breathed life into you. You've seen him, you know, he's real and he's with you and you're just in that blooming state. So I'm so grateful that you came on and shared, sweetie. I'm so thankful. We've got like 40 seconds. Is there anything you want to finish up with or say to anyone out there? No, yeah, just thank you for having me. It was such a blessing to be able to share a little bit about this story and yeah, just give God a chance. Awesome. Yay. I love it. Give him a chance, everybody. Um, We just want to thank you. And again, I am grateful to have started off and kicked off this overcoming series with my daughter julia grace Pakulis. and um it's the first episode we thank you see you next week thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of take heart with patty p it is our greatest hope that you have been encouraged and inspired today in your faith in your life and in your walk with god if you have enjoyed today's podcast please take a moment to leave a review and an episode rating your thoughts and comments are so important to us you can also subscribe to the show weekly and tell your family and friends we would love that for more encouragement or information about the show or the host of the show patty p and the photography services that she also provides you can visit her website at pattypxo.com that's p-a-t-i-p-x-o.com she would love to hear from you the united states border patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP.